when you, when you're doing something for the Lord, you're going to get attacked, and you just got to press through that and just say, "Not today," you know. This is this is we're going to do what we set out to do and what God wants us to do. Just about being obedient and saying, "Hey, God, are you going to use this to help somebody else?" And can I just say yes to it? Can I just be that voice who calls that young lady and says, "I don't know what you're feeling, but I just wanted to." call and tell you I'm here. That's ministry. That is carrying God's ministry forward. Your blended family has a 100% chance of success when you do it God's way. We're Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF Podcast. We are so excited you're here with us today. If you haven't already, pause, take an opportunity, subscribe to this podcast. We would love to alert you every week when we drop a new podcast. Plus, it keeps you connected with us. You can also send us an email at info at blendedkingdomfamilies.com with any suggestions, feedback, or you know ideas that you'd like to discuss uh, in future podcast episodes. But today, we're joined by some very special people. Yes, you guys. We have our good friends, Tim and Sandy Nowak. We have been in touch with you guys, gosh, for the past four years now. Yeah. Because y'all did the Blended Kingdom Project. Wow. Got to learn. Yeah, a long time ago. A long time ago. Um, but we love Tim and Sandy. Um, they're amazing partners of the ministry, friends of ours. And um, I always tell people, and I, I mentioned this at the conference, I was like, I wish we would have had you guys when we were in our mm-hmm. fire season. And mm-hmm. we're going to kind of talk about <clears throat> that today and talk about community within blended mm-hmm. families because you guys, um, y'all have led a lot of groups. You know, you've... Um, been able to be kind of like spiritual parents. I know to like a lot of people like J- our friends, Kevin and Jana. And so, um, so I'm excited to dive in, but I first want to tell everybody about you guys. So Tim and Sandy have been married for 28 and a half years. Y'all, we have a lot to learn from them. Mm. They are a blended family together. They have five children. Tim brought three boys into the marriage and Sandy, uh, brought one son and one daughter and they have eight grandchildren. Okay. Wow. That's a Uh, Tim is recently retired from 40 plus years as a consulting engineer, and Sandy is a payroll manager um, in the Louisville ISD area, and they have led small groups for over 20 years. So you guys have a lot of experience in this blended family. So. <laughs> a lot of wisdom. A lot of wisdom. A lot of don't do that. Of, Maybe you should try this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there are things there. Yeah. Uh, well, tell us a little bit more about what you guys enjoy doing, a little bit about your family. Just anything you want people to know. I'll let you take that. Do you want to do that? <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, well, when we, when we're all together, it's very chaotic. We've just experienced that over Christmas and um, it's a lot of fun. And I've, I've learned not to to try to even cook anymore. We usually <laughs> bring food in, it's paper plates, it's simple, but yeah. um, we're just kind of in a new season of our life with his recent retirement. And so we're trying to figure that out right now, but I'm still working. I'm, I'm the breadwinner right now. And yes, yes. He's my new house new, husband. New title you have to he it. has dinner ready when I get home and that's kind of cool. Trying to work through that role, you know, the, yeah. the dinner part, you know, the dinner so. part. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You're the trophy husband. The <laughs> cabana boy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. That's yes. funny. Well, I love that. Um, and 
I know you guys, and this is our community, and, and we all live kind of in the same area, so we're, we're very familiar with our community. And whether you, you live in this DFW area or outside, really talking about the importance of community, leading small groups for 20 years. So this is my thought when I hear that. The amount of people and generations that you've touched mm. is probably really hard to comprehend, to, to, to fully understand the grasp. It's almost like you, you can't understand it until you get to heaven. And you're yeah. like, yeah. hey guys, this is, the, the, this is the people, the generations that you touched. Yeah. But for 20 years, what is leading small groups? Why, why is that important? Why do, you, why do you love doing that? Well, we, we started out by probably not intending to lead a group like that. Mm. Um, you know, I think our path began when we both went through unwanted divorces. Mm. Yeah. And then we both went through uh, a divorce recovery program there mm -hmm. at, uh, uh, at a church in Amarillo. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I mean, it, it basically, the Lord healed our hearts through that process. Mm -hmm. We both went through a single parenting class, which mm -hmm. followed that up. And so we had sound, uh, godly, instructional um, advice on how to work through those, you know, the, the first, the mm -hmm. devastating event of a, of a divorce, yeah. and then now kind of putting that family back together. Um, and then we, we later met. Uh, and dated and then married and um, moved down to the Metroplex area mm -hmm. here. And really, um, so we, we, we found a church, probably about three or 400 people mm -hmm. and small church, tried to get plugged in this new blended mm -hmm. family with five kids. And mm -hmm. they were all from grade school up to middle school, that type of thing. And <clears throat> one of the, uh, the families there went, they went through a divorce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, so we were kind of like, isn't anybody going to kind of help them through that? Yeah. And Sandy reached out to, to the, uh, the young lady that was going through this uh, situation. And, uh, you know, like we had received training and mm -hmm. gone through that ourselves. And so her heart just reached out to her and she met with her and just mentored her through that process. Mm -hmm. And then another one came along in that yeah. same small church mm. and she stepped in and, and helped in that regard. And we kind of like, yeah, we, we were kind of fish out of water except for what we had been through. So yeah. we reached out to, um, our home church in Amarillo and, and the pastor that had helped us so much. And he actually came down and trained us mm. and we did, um, a media blast and things around the Metroplex to, mm -hmm. to try to start what we called, they called whole again. It didn't take off quite as well, mm -hmm. but, and I was disappointed at the time. And then, you know, the Lord just kind of spoke to me. It's not about the numbers. Mm -hmm. It's about the people that you do have. And so we pretty much was, is one-on-one -on -one mentoring. Mm -hmm. And we, and we did do the whole, just kind of stayed within our church, mm -hmm. but but we had it by word of mouth. We had people from other churches attend some too. But but that's just kind of how, and we did that for a few years until we kind of mm -hmm. just um, needed a break. Yeah. yeah. So and, so we we didn't ask to to start. That wasn't our intention to start this yeah. this group and that kind of. But that's how it began. And then we've uh, had other um, you know things happen in our life that kind of led us to uh, to where we are today. Mm. 
Yeah, the Lord always says, I mean, it just seems to me, and I heard that a long time ago, but but when you go through something, it's it's usually, and there's a scripture. Second Corinthians 1, yeah. verse 4. <laughs> um, that says, you know, when you go through something, then that's, that's a way then to reach out to others and help them, give them a hand up for yeah. what you've just learned. And that's, you know, whether it was getting going through the divorce recovery and then how to be a single parent properly, how you date as a single parent and how not to date as a single parent. Yeah. And then, you know, once you do meet someone and you remarry, you, you it's important to to have Jesus in your new marriage and then um, and then how to do that properly. Um, it just. It's just where where we were is is what we did, and then when we got here, we started having huge step parent issues or mm-hmm. or blended family issues, and that's when we were like, well, d- does anyone have a blended family group? And no one did, and they're like, well, why don't you do it? Yeah. So yeah. right right, we're in the middle of our war basically mm-hmm. with everything is when we started the group. Yeah, and so we're we're in. We're in the heat of battle, but yet we're reaching out to others that are that are in the same. Yeah, and and again, it's, why don't you start a group? Well, what resources do you have? And the church right. had Nothing. no resources. Yeah. Yes. yeah, and they said, but if you find some, we'll pay for them. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the search began. Yeah. Um, we went on a, actually a family vacation up to Colorado not long after that, mm-hmm. and went by focus on the family yeah. and mm-hmm. asked them. Yes. And then they introduced us to the Ron Deal yeah. book, and we used that as our mm-hmm. guidebook at that time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was uh, very, very helpful. Yeah. We also reached out to um, some people we know who, mm-hmm. well, my uncle and aunt, is a bl- they are a blended family, and they're, yeah. you know, half a mm-hmm. generation or a generation older than us, mm-hmm. and they had done that successfully. So yeah. we reached out to them for, for help as well. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... You know, again, it's it's serve where you are. Yeah. Well, well, I think it's just the, and this is the part for me that I, I, I love about people as we interact with the ministry. It's not about necessarily, you know, you, you look and you say, well, teacher or group leader, and you think, well, I'm not, you know, I have to be this dynamic person or I have to write all this or I have to. It's just about being obedient and saying, hey, God, are you going to use this to help somebody else and can i just say yes to it can i just be that voice who calls that young lady and says Mm -hmm. i don't know what you're feeling but i just wanted to call and tell you i'm here Mm -hmm. that's ministry that is carrying god's ministry forward and it's touching people and that's the part where i wish people would just embrace is you have a story god's not going to let that go to waste and be a part join be willing to go and, and take that step. And that's what we're seeing through Blended Kingdom Families, through all the groups that are launching. Mm-hmm. It, we're seeing that obedience and we're seeing lives change. So that's a, it's a big part of that. Yeah. And, you know, for, after doing this for 20 years, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen 
you probably have seen it all. You've seen, the, I always say the good, the godly, and the ugly, mm-hmm. you know, because blended family, I mean, you just never know. Some people are in that fire dumpster season, so to speak. Some are um, mm-hmm. going into an empty nesting, like some are more peaceful, I know. Mm-hmm. And even in our own blended family and yours, you know, you have those seasons where it's good and then where it's not so good. And then, you know, you're mm-hmm. back up top again. But um, can you guys kind of speak into, you know, just just your thoughts, like, how can the support of a small group positively impact the emotional well-being and resilience of a blended couple and their blended family? Like, how have you seen that in y'all in y'all's experience? Like, how has that have positively impacted those families? Well, for one, it, it <clears throat> encourages them that it can be done. Yeah. And, um, you know, it gives them hope and encouragement mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, I mean, then also there's the just offering practical advice, you yeah. know, and on what worked for us or what didn't work for us mm. and, and, and that type of thing. Yeah. Well, the enemy wants to tell you that, that you're, you're the only one or you're, yeah, you're just horrible or miserable or whatever, or your kids are horrible or, or you've never had, no one's ever experienced an ex like mine. And, and mm. when you get together and you, share stories um and just share your heart that you see oh and then you always see that you're not the only one and and somebody may have it a little worse than you you think you're so bad or you can't you can't make it or do it or continue on with your marriage or whatever but you find out oh they were they wow he was a horrible husband and look at them Mm. now now they're great you know i used to love that about the jimmy evans story and mm. stuff yeah <laughs> you know we're big big jimmy evans fans and so just his their testimony that was really helpful to us too and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and to know that if you if you give your marriage to god it, it and you have that um cord of three or the strands of three mm-hmm. you know that's not broken and mm-hmm. you can get through anything if you have his help yeah. Jimmy's well, just a world of, of, of good no, Yeah, he's just a, yeah. a bucket of wisdom. But, you know, Sandy, as you were speaking, I mean, that's the thing that we hear from people from the, that encounter the ministry all the time is I feel alone or I thought I was the only one. Even when we've had the Blended Family Conference, um, the, the thing that we always hear, you know, we'll ask our team, like, mm-hmm. did y'all hear any reoccurring themes? Like, as you were talking to mm-hmm. people and people just said, it. W- I felt so it felt so good to know that I wasn't alone. I thought I was the mm-hmm. only one. And I think that you're right. The the enemy, the accuser, he wants you to, I mean, isolation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's um, it's that and to, to, to get you to mistrust the heart of God. I mean, I think those are his, his number one tactics. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, when he makes you think that I have the worst ex or we have the worst blended family, you know, uh, mess ever like we're you know it's the worst or whatever that prevents you from being in community and like you were talking about Tim receiving that support and encouragement and hope um, because we've seen the benefits of community obviously you guys have for doing this for 20 years and it it's it's powerful and I think it's a great um, it's a great place to one have accountability to have that mentorship but also to have people covering you and praying for you and and you need that mm-hmm. um you know it may be one couple in one season is really struggling but in the next they're super strong and then you're the one struggling and so mm-hmm. to be able to have that i think is is very powerful and it's needed yeah very needed well, let me ask you this question how do you think serving blended families has impacted your marriage Ooh, that's good 
how is it what has it done for you and and how would you describe that to people i well for one in 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 leading say a blended mm-hmm. family group or whatever it uh, more or less forced us to prepare mm-hmm. and read and study and mm-hmm. which in turn helps us mm-hmm. but then um you know um sitting and and visiting with them and and maybe going through the material with them you hear something that you didn't expect mm-hmm. um and like oh my goodness i we've never experienced that and then we kind of work mm-hmm. through it together yeah mm-hmm. and then you know maybe a year later here we are walking through that yeah. as well. So I think it, there's some mutual benefits uh, that we yeah. both receive on on uh, wor- working through those. Yeah. I will say, to be honest, though, there are times, and the enemy is alive and well, mm. that there would be a time where his ex may have called him on his way home and we're about to prepare or go, and then mm. he gets in trouble or whatever, and mm. I could just tell by his countenance that, yeah. uh-oh. And then we're we're about to go help somebody, but all of a sudden we're in a we're in something, or yeah. one of the kids does something horrible, mm. and it it was just like the enemy trying to get us off track. Mm-hmm. And if you press through those things, or just you know you want to cancel or you want to do something, you know this is horrible, mm. and then you just press through, and then if we followed through and went it was the most dynamic group we had that night it was Mm. it was the enemy trying to get our focus Mm -hmm. off of what um we were to do and trying to distract us or whatever but Mm -hmm. if you know it's going to happen when when you're doing something for the lord you're going to get attacked and you just got to press through that and just say not today Mm -hmm. you know this is this is we're going to do what we set out to do and what God wants us to do. Yeah. And the enemy can go back to where he came from. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will tell you, Sandy, the number of times that, I mean, people get to watch what Vanessa and I do and we put out a lot. The number of times that we have walked in. On podcasting day, y'all. Uh, I mean, we, the I mean, number, just being honest. Yeah. yeah. The number of times yeah. we've walked into doing ministry and literally just been in huge arguments about mm-hmm. something that's going on. Um, well, and it's interesting, like we, we we were doing a podcast earlier and we were talking about the XO conference and you, Sandy and Tim, y'all were there last year. We, we speak at the conference and we're doing a breakout session again this year. But um, it was interesting because I was speaking to a lot of the, the wives of the speakers mm-hmm. as we were there and everybody was experiencing, not to give the enemy credit, warfare in their marriage before this conference. And mm-hmm. it's no wonder mm-hmm. when you are, like you said, doing something from the Lord and as much as the enemy hates family and what God has created, he will fight you so hard to deter you yeah. mm-hmm. from doing those things and we even hear that from our group leaders so um if you if you ever decide to lead a group uh, we have a facebook group specifically just for our group leaders mm-hmm. where we give them encouragement we check mm-hmm. in on them mm-hmm. and um a, a lot of them they're experiencing um defeat or they're feeling discouraged mm-hmm. because it's one couple that shows up or mm-hmm. you know their marriage is getting attacked their blended family is getting attacked and we've even had that when you know with with our employees um mm-hmm. that, that that you know are coming on board they're like man i'm experiencing a lot of stuff now 
that wasn't, you know, going on. And, mm-hmm. and, and so you're right. It is very real. And mm-hmm. when you are doing something that the Lord is calling you to do and, and to help these marriages and families, you experience that. Right. Well, it's the, it's the discouragement that keeps us from moving forward. Yeah, and right. so, and, yeah. and, and that's where we just kind of, you know, just really aggressively and positively look at it and say, you know, whether it's, if, if you're leading in your local church or if you're listening to this, um, the number of people that we meet that are like, I'd, I'd, I'd like to maybe do a group. And then for whatever reason, maybe they don't end up doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they feel attacked. Maybe they feel disqualified. There's The, the, mm-hmm. the reasons go endless. Mm-hmm. Right. So my question to you guys is if you were talking to, and there's a couple listening, I, I know that they're listening, and they're saying, gosh, this, this sounds like something I'd like to do. What would you individually, how would you encourage them to break past any barrier right now and move forward with starting a small group or doing something inside their church? Mm-hmm. Well, for one, um, if you feel that nudge inside, you know, uh, don't ignore it. Mm. Try to be obedient to it. And um, I don't know, I'm reminded of a, a sermon I heard years ago about, uh, uh, you know, the Lord coming to Moses mm-hmm. when he was asking him to, you know, let my, go let my people go. Mm-hmm. And he asked, what's in your hand? And it was, of course, his staff. Well, you can ask yourself that. What's in your hand? Mm-hmm. Well, we had an unwanted divorce in our hand, and mm-hmm. we used that, you know, to, uh, to reach out to those others going through mm-hmm. that. And then, um, you know, blended family, you know, that's the staff in our hand at that mm-hmm. particular season in our life. And more recently, you know, I went, I had uh, cancer and we now lead the cancer support group mm-hmm. in our church. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was the staff placed in my mm-hmm. hand mm-hmm. At, yeah. at one point. So, so don't feel unworthy or don't feel unqualified. I mean, just mm-hmm. be obedient mm-hmm. and know that he's going to help you out in, in those kind of situations. Yeah. Yeah. And don't focus on the numbers. There was many times, you know, mm-hmm. Sometimes we had the the groups at our house, and you know you're doing all the cleaning and all of that, and then no one comes. <laughs> but but when we did the blended family, we had a a host home, mm-hmm. and that couple actually that that volunteered to be our host home, they were a blended family too, and they had been married thirty years. So that was mm-hmm. we were leading, but they were yet we looked to them because mm-hmm. they had more experience than we did, and we had pick their brains too but there would be times that no one would come so we'd go out to eat with them and pick their brains and just Mm -hmm. you know um just get to know them better or whatever and have fellowship with them or the one time for a couple of months i think of that semester only one couple showed and then they were struggling and then the end of that only she showed but we mm-hmm. poured into her. So whatever, whoever comes, find out why it's only, mm-hmm. only them and mm-hmm. pour into them. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, God will bring you who needs to hear. Yeah, he will. Yeah. And, um, and, and anyway, it's not, it's not important about the numbers. It's the one-on-one sometimes. Yeah. yeah I agree. Love it. It's good. Love it. Well, I, I, I think the whole purpose of, Blended Kingdom Families, and we've loved your partnership with BKF. It's been a life source for us. Um, but the purpose of Blended Kingdom Families is so that people will have community, mm-hmm. so that uh, they can take 
the curriculum that's been written. Um, so Vanessa and I wrote Blended and Redeemed, uh, mm-hmm. I guess it was two years ago now. Seems yeah, like. it'll be two, two, two years yeah. in September. So Blended and Redeemed, uh, great foundation book for blended families. It comes with a study guide mm-hmm. um, that you can implement in your small group or in and your videos. church. I'm getting to it. And it gets videos. And that's the great thing about having a wife. She will not let you forget anything. Uh, and we have videos. Um, so that's there. Then you have, like you said, you have the Facebook online support. You have our entire team at Blended Kingdom Families that will get on the phone with you if you need to, talk you through how to maybe have a conversation with your church, how to start. All of these resources are there to facilitate an opportunity where mm-hmm. one blended family who feels a calling to say, let me love on another. And then all of a sudden an invitation is put out and maybe it's just one person showing up. Maybe it's a hundred. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. But the obedience of just saying yes, mm-hmm. don't let the enemy tell you you're unqualified. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what, what is it you always say? Jesus will qualify the called. Mm-hmm. If you want to do this and you feel like it's a need, mm-hmm. don't, Wait, just step in obedience, and you have the resources. Right. He's looking for the willing heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's so good. Um, I think it's God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Is that, that what you I said? said? I can't remember. Did I, I say that know. right? It's from Max Lucado. Yeah. I can't remember. But yeah. no, no. I mean, well, it's so true. I mean, and it's even... You know, like I think about what you just said, Tim, with the staff in your hand. Like, what's in your hand? Like, what is it that you... And it's having that conversation with the Lord. It's asking the Lord, asking God, what is it, Lord, that you would have me do to help family? If you have a burden for marriages or blended families mm-hmm. or teens, you know, what is it that you would have me do or share um, and be a part of? And he'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Like the Lord's very clear on that. I, I mean, conversation in the car led us to mm-hmm. here we are today with the Lord, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't think God, I'm, we had just gotten out of our litigation mm-hmm. season. I was like, when, I was like, no, I don't want to do that. That's messy. I, but no, no blended families. But, oh, but you know, when you feel that stirring mm-hmm. and you do step into that and you're like, okay, Lord, like I'll do this with you. And then seeing and being able to experience um, all these families. And, you know, we learn from so many people. We get to learn from you guys. We're that couple that's, mm-hmm. you know, we're coming to y'all. Mm-hmm. Michael's about to leave and we're in a new season. I'm like, mm-hmm. gosh, what is this going to look like? And we have three little still at the house. Mm-hmm. Well, let me say one more thing, and this is a, I, I want to give people perspective on this because we we tend to have this very narrow-minded concept of, and this is human nature. We can only see and feel what's maybe right around us. But imagine the conversation with Jesus when he says, hey, remember back then when you said that and you, you made that decision and you had that conversation with that, that young lady or that family? Mm-hmm. By the way, do you see those... 5,000 people behind them. Mm-hmm. I knew that you were going to do this. And because mm-hmm. you did that, 5,000 of these people accepted Jesus. You never saw it. Mm-hmm. What in, how are you going to feel in that moment? Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine that feeling of going, wow, how many generations were changed because of, of God's mm-hmm. victory, Satan's defeat in that, Mm-hmm. Enemy lost, you made a choice to move forward. That's what I would say to encourage people is yeah. mm-hmm. imagine the heavenly Absolutely. benefit of that. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you you don't do it for the reward, but no. mm-hmm. yeah. 
a reward you will have, you know, yeah. you will both, I think yeah. now and then, like you said, in the yeah. future. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, Tim and Sandy, we're wrapping up, but we asked this to everybody that comes onto the podcast. So I think they know they probably watched our podcast a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. But yeah. So blended kingdom families, what is a blended kingdom family to you? When you hear that name, what do you, what comes to heart and mind? Well, it's, uh, I, I think of a, uh, you know, a blended family, step family that's adopting and implementing, you know, God's principles mm-hmm. for a family yeah. and then moving the, moving that family forward, being a reflection of him to others. Yeah. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Love it. And I want to thank you guys because I really wish we had your resources when we were going Absolutely. through this. <laughs> and Absolutely. we're very impressed with everything you're doing. And it's it, yeah. God obviously has you where you need to be, and He's yeah. calling you, and you're doing, you're taking it to the stars. You know, it's thank awesome. you. We and we couldn't do it without you guys and your support. Um, it, it means everything to us because mm-hmm. you know it's it's. Like we were talking about earlier, I mean, it's 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 not always easy, and mm. when you know you have people who are supporting you, and mm, um, yeah. and we we truly count it a joy and an honor, and it's a passion to be able to serve um, and do it alongside you guys. Because again, you guys, mm. if y'all think we have wisdom, they've got a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and we all need each other. I, we talk yeah. about it all the time. We're like, if if the yeah. if the kingdom's this big dinner table and Jesus is serving the main dish, like we all have a side or something that we can serve one another, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that we. Need need um we need from one another because we're entering into a season that i mean we don't we have no idea so there's probably gonna be a lot of tears because there have been already um but you know there's going to be conversations about when our oldest gets married when grandchildren come Mm -hmm. into the picture and you know how do you navigate that even Mm -hmm. co-parenting so to speak when you have adult kids Mm -hmm. and what does that look like and yeah yeah i know some sometimes you just want to like when you're in the blended family mixer you just want to get through that day but with eight grandkids, it's kind of like, okay, you can look forward to that one day. Yeah. And there's, yeah. there's your reward for getting through that day. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. But we love you guys. And thank you all so much. And thank you for coming on today and sharing your heart and wisdom on all of this. Yeah. And, I mean, it's been amazing. And I hope anyone that's listening um, is just encouraged. If, if you're looking for a part of me, if you're like, hey, guys, I'm, I need the one that needs to be mentored. Like, we're here to help with that. If yeah. you're the one saying, hey, I am in a season where I would love to give back and just share what God has done in and through our family to help others. Like we are here um, to help you guys do that. And so yeah. reach out to the ministry, blendingkingdomfamilies.com. You can email us at info at families. Uh, we have coaching if you need mentorship, one-on-one family coaching. Um, and then we have the groups also. Yeah. I just encourage anybody who's listening, be, be Sandy and Tim. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to I don't know how to make it more simple. Like just go be them, be obedient, watch the heavenly rewards. Um watch it watch it affect your own blended family. Oh, yeah. I, I will say, I don't know if we said this in and we're wrapping up, so but I you know, I have a thought, you know I gotta say my thought. Yeah. I will say doing ministry together will bind will will yes. bind your marriage together. Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, it, sure. it will do things for your own marriage and your own generation that will be phenomenal. So yeah. I just want to encourage you guys, yeah. don't be scared, jump off. You're fine. Just do Just it. Do it. Yeah. Talk to somebody uh, and, and be the Sandy and Tim of wherever you are. So, guys, thanks so much for joining us today. We hope that you have loved this episode. Subscribe. You will be notified every single week when we drop a new episode. And yeah. you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. 
Hey friends, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we talk about more blended family topics. Be blessed in all that you do and remember, nothing will be impossible with God.